Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Nation, I think it's fitting that we have two of the most boring races back-to-back, Las Vegas and then, of course, Phoenix, with arguably one of the most boring drivers in the history of mankind. Could you could you spot the driver of the number 24 in a crowd of about six? I don't know. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, the Freak Radio Network. How you doing, man? It's a big, fat radio show across the country. And Freak Nation, we are on MAV-TV tonight. Keep your fingers crossed that we fed all the squirrels, all the rats, that, that we're going to get this thing up for the next two hours on MAV-TV. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, Richard C. Suave, we're all here. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Almost 23 years of doing this big, fat radio show. You can be a part of it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're all there for you, man. Coming up in the show, Frankie Munez will be here in the Freak Nation. He had a hell of a run at Phoenix, went all the way in the back of the pack, worked his way up to a top 10 in the general tire 150. Also coming up, Julie Natos will be here in the Freak Nation, top alcohol winner from the Gator Nationals. And Dean Wilson, uh, 250 champion, now running in the 450s. He'll be here in the Freak Nation, of course, in the Supercross series. So, yeah, a big couple of hours here for you, Freak Nation. Let's get right into what we saw or what we didn't see in in Phoenix Raceway. We, we talked about this big, crazy arrow package that was going to give us some just awesome back and forth and passing. The hell did we see? Who called it awesome? Uh, uh, probably William Byron. <laughs> <laughs> he did and kyle larson and you know i mean he led the most laps just didn't capitalize at the end but yeah that wasn't an awesome arrow package it, it mm, mm. stat man what do they do with this it uh, again it reared its head and we to understand the arrow packages these these cars have every one of their packages are the exactly the same and if you start jacking around with these things nascar is going to come after you well, maybe NASCAR ought to say, fellas, <laughs> have at it. Just don't go this low. Don't go this high. Don't go smoke a eunuch-ish. Yeah, yeah, just just have at it because you know what? Frankly, that was a snooze fest, that man. Well, wait a minute. There was, I'm not a fan of Kevin Harvick, but he chased down uh, Kyle Larson and passed him uh, with no problem at all. Just walked by him and waved on the way. So uh, he would have won the race by, I don't know, a couple of seconds if it wasn't for uh, the second race in a row where we had a late race yellow flag. Uh, it seems to be that's the plan, or at least NASCAR hopes for it. They threw that flag pretty quick today. So 
Yeah. I mean, the, the, the aero package, who knows? Who knows with NASCAR? There's so many rubber rules and rubber ideas. Uh, but yeah, Harvick chased down Larson, who was controlling the field. And uh, I don't know how he did it. Maybe he fed his squirrels more than uh, Larson did. Who knows? <laughs> but he chased him down with no problem. It was interesting to hear some of the post-race interviews. Kyle Larson was pissed. Tyler Reddick was pissed. Kevin Harvick, I thought he was going to be pissed, was not so pissed. And I know we've talked over the last many weeks about personalities that have changed in the offseason and over the last couple of years, but I was expecting Kevin Harvick to be a little harder on his crew. He was not. He said he would have gone for four tires if he was the crew chief and making that decision as well. So just color me shocked that Kevin Harvick didn't really go off as much as I thought he might have done. Well, you, when you're on your retirement tour and you want to get the hell out, you want to get the hell out of here in about 10 races. Sorry, Kevin, you got to go through the entire season before you start collecting those freaking easy chairs, my friend. <laughs> like you, I was surprised he didn't go after his crew, but thinking about where he is now in his career, Turning to 180. Ah, I guess that's where he is at this point. Richard C. Suave, you were out of the track. Crasher, you were out of the track. Uh, Richie, the vibe, and, and again, it's it's tough to feel the vibe sitting there trackside of what we're watching on TV. Could you garner any anything from you being trackside versus what we're seeing on TV and the excitement or, or lack thereof? You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking with Crash um, earlier today while we were both at the track and we had brought this same topic up, essentially, which is talking about this new aero package. Basically, we just saw the same type of racing we have at Phoenix for the last decade, which is basically you see some really cool 10, 15 laps after the restart, and then it's just a parade for the rest of the time. Look, Phoenix Raceway was sold out today, okay? They've sold out pretty much every race post-COVID, where they've gotten back to full capacity. And there isn't too many tracks around the NASCAR circuit where you could say that, right? So I was Mm -hmm. around the grandstands quite a bit today um, to kind of get a vibe as best I could. People were still standing every time there was a restart. People were still cheering for their drivers. So people at the track were still excited. You couldn't find a seat inside the infield section where a lot of fans like to hang out. My favorite place to be at Phoenix Raceway. So as far as just being there, the fans are still 100% into it. It's just after the fact, you got people crapping on it on Twitter all the time. I put up a poll. I put up a poll on on Twitter right now, asking after the debut of the new Arrow package at Phoenix Raceway, is it time to move the championship race? Crash, you and I were talking about this earlier today as well. Eighty four percent say yes. Oh, to be honest, I agree with them. It's so, just, it's, Richie, they, yeah, go ahead, Richie. Instead of vibing and dancing like the Coliseum, they were vibing and crapping. That's what was vibing happening. Vibing and crapping. <laughs> oh, man. I've been there, baby. Yeah, I've been yeah. vibing and crapping before. But the bottom line with Phoenix Raceway, it is like what we used to say about the Long Beach Grand Prix. It is an event. It's one of the largest places to camp. They've got they got a brand new Walmart out in the camping area this year. It's a place to be. Is it translating on TV? Not so much. But it is such an event to be at. All the different places you can go in the infield and take your kids and play games as cars are whizzing around right next to you. It's just don't they have a G damn bowling alley in the middle of? And now they have that too. Yes, yes. Let's go bowling. (laughs) It's it's just it's 
you got to put it on your bucket list. Let's put it that way. You have to go to this race. This is one of those races where you have to be there to have fun. It just sucks for the TV audience. So what the hell are we going to expect for Atlanta where Mr. Vanilla, William Byron won last year? Could dude, listen, that's the last, you want some fire. I mean, Kyle Larson's not that excited. At least Kyle Larson steps on it every now and then. But William Byron, dang, man. Well, Kyle Larson got mad today, so that added a little another level to his personality. He probably had to throw in some canon filters to keep from <laughs> saying the wrong thing once or twice. So his crew got after him in the middle of the race. Cliff Daniels was asking him why he didn't race Kevin Harvick a different way. Like, why didn't we race him better there? And and oh, that was Kyle right after Harvick him. zoomed by him uh, so <laughs> fast that, that was that Harvick. I couldn't see the number. Oh, he's delivering pizza. Yeah, you got to figure something out. And and maybe it is good good that Phoenix is in the first quarter of the races that, again, Statman said it at the top of the show, rubber rules. But rubber rules were made for rubberizing and changing. (laughs) We'll get to this story coming up next where Jeff Gordon is really, really freaking concerned with Hendrick Motorsports. Every one of the drivers finished in the top 10 today, including one of their drivers winning the damn race. Mm-hmm. But with the, the the confiscation of parts. The louvers, the hood louvers. On Friday, uh, he's concerned. I don't know. I, how much, how, how concerned should he be? I have no idea. We don't know exactly what's going on. But, but that was Friday. Today, the cars that went on the track today had nothing to do with the louvers that they found on Friday. The cars today were exactly like every other car out there. Exactly, Crash. And if the cars passed tech, then they ought to be, they shouldn't be a problem. Why should tech be an issue after the race if they were legal before the race? Exactly. I, I'm a little confused as to why Jeff Gordon would be worried. Unless he was worried about what they're going to find from Friday. That I understand. Look, we're, we got a break in about a minute 45 on the Freak Radio Network. And of course, with Mav TV. It's not a coincidence that the hood louver was confiscated on Friday, yet every one of the Hendrick drivers finished in the top 10. Look at Hendrick's history at this track. They're good here, period. Hood louvers are not. Yeah, and they weren't racing any Hondas out there. So Oh, my gosh. Are that we takes get us to, that? to a Meyer Shank conversation. Is that is that where you're going with Honda HPD? No. <laughs> We'll reserve that for another conversation. Statman oh. pulled out the pulled out the shovel and tried to dig a freaking rabbit hole with that Honda conversation. We will get that some to that some in the show somewhere in the show, Freak Nation. Frankie Munez coming up in about 15, 20 minutes. Julie Natos, NHRA top alcohol winner. She won the little gators and then the big boy and girl gators. Today, of course, flying those Lucas Oil colors. Also coming up, Dean Wilson. Love this guy, man. Almost a million followers on Instagram. Yet he's a mid-packer when it comes to the 450s and Supercross. And I think he had his best finish yesterday at Indianapolis. Right, Crash? Uh, I believe so. 12? I believe so. It was best finish of the year. Come on. He's definitely yep. been. Got that. He's been. A, he's a winner. So, yeah. Best finish of this year. And his ACLs and MCLs. It's a crazy story. More Freaks coming up. Freak Radio Network and the Lucas Oil Studios.
Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois Self Tourism. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Quick reminder Freak Radio Network, 90 plus affiliates across the country, Sirius XM, every freaking audio app that you can imagine. We've been doing this damn near 23 years. June 25th, 2023 will be 23 years of doing Speed Freaks. And one of those partners for those 23 been Lucas Oil. And I want to remind you, Lucas Oil, fuel treatment, Freak Nation, high mileage fuel treatment created specifically to restore lost power and performance in high mileage vehicles. A lot of us, raise your hand. Raise your hand if you've got a high mileage vehicle. A lot of us do. This is perfect. Lucas high mileage for those high mileage vehicles. 
It cleans and lubricates fuel systems, components, removes valve deposits, lessens oil contamination. It stops knocking and hesitation in that old, happy hot rod you got in your garage. Go to lucasoil.com. Coming up in about 14 minutes, his name is Frankie Munez. Of course, you know him as a television and movie star. He is racing full-time in the ARCA Menards series, the national series, running on those general tires. We caught up with him just prior to the Phoenix race. We talk about Phoenix, talk about uh, Daytona. Dude throws up. Dude gets sick before his race. We'll talk to him about that. Speaking of someone that might be getting sick, it's uh, Jeff Gordon. When, when Jeff Gordon, Jeff Gordon, as we know, is just a step below Rick Hendrick when it comes to Hendrick Motorsports. We saw where every one of their drivers, Statman, Crasher, and Richard C. Suave, finished in the top 10. In fact, uh, Mr. Vanilla, William Byron, won the damn race. So why is Jeff Gordon so concerned with this louver? Because they have L2-type bands and L3-type, type, excuse me, L2-type fines, L3-type fines. Is he really concerned that they had such a heinous um, issue with these louvers that they're going to get docked points and cake crash? I don't know, honestly, because this is the first time that they found them. It's not like it enhanced any performance on track yet. <laughs> Who knows? I, I'm shocked. I have not seen this story yet. So I am shocked that Jeff Gordon himself is so nervous, especially when it affected no performance yet. Because in a situation like that, NASCAR got in the way and did not allow it to be a performance enhancer. But Statman's the one to go to on this because what does it do with the air intake? It cools the engines off. I know that. So obviously that brings about better performance. But the airflow is different as well. And they are claiming that they had parts supply issues over the last couple of years leading up until now. And they had to have these louvers differentiated from other teams because of their parts supply issues. I don't know. We uh, Clearly, this is a story where a lot of information is going to come out in the coming week or two. And then we'll know then if it was really that big of a performance advantage or not. Well, it's obviously a performance advantage if the engines can stay cooler and if they allow more uh, cool air into the engine compartment where the uh, the uh, fuel injection can put cooler air into the engine. So that's what they were trying to find out. Now, this may not have been parts that were available from NASCAR. I know people that have used air scoops and air vents that have been printed uh, from a uh, computer. Uh, they use the 3D printer to make the vents, and maybe that's oh. what happened. And if they are different from what's available from NASCAR, then NASCAR might say, "Hey, you can't. You're not allowed to do this, even if it's just uh, you know a, a little." two degrees different from the angle of the louvers that NASCAR supplies. I don't know, but that's what they're saying. That's what the louvers were for. And uh, if they did have parts issues, then maybe they just printed them on their own 3D printers and they weren't quite the same as what you get from uh, Honda. 
Jeez, oh, dad, man. Oh, my let it go. gosh. He won't man. let it go. Honda and Abu Dhabi. Honda at the Daytona Rolex 24. Come on, yo. Oh, I'm sure Lewis <laughs> Hamilton's coming in here somewhere. Yeah, no, then Lewis, Lewis might have been the one that ran the 3D printer. Who knows? <laughs> no, but that's a good point. What are you supposed to do if you're having part supply issues? Again, that could just be an excuse, maybe a fake excuse. But it did happen over the last couple of yeah, years. I Whatever. don't know. But that's just a, a, a something to think about. Like I said, exactly. I know people that have used uh, their own 3D printed uh, vents and scoops to, uh, you know, and uh, sports car racing. But yeah, NASCAR wants to supply all the parts and buy them from us or get them from us so that everything's the same. And if there was a problem with delivery of parts and they chose to print them themselves or make them themselves, uh, then they may not have been actual, um, you know, they may not fit the tolerances that NASCAR wanted to fit. Well, then the, the, we should hear the news before Atlanta next weekend when the Cup Series rolls into hot Atlanta. Uh, but let's get into some Crash Gladys pit news and notes brought to our good friends at General Tire. Now through the end of April, get up to a $70 Visa prepaid card when you buy four qualifying General Tires. 70 bucks, up to 70 bucks back with four qualifying tires from General Tire. For more information, go to generaltire.com. That's generaltire.com. Crasher, with your pit news and notes, what you got? Well, NHRA has entered the chat. I am very excited to see them back on the track, basically on the track racing. I don't know. Is this the latest that they have ever started their season, at least in the modern era? It seems like it to me because NHRA and February always comes to mind for me, at least in the 23 years we've been doing Speed Freaks. But let's start with those nitro breathers. The top fuel rails had a double up weekend. First, their call out, which went to Josh Hart. And then the main event on Sunday where call out winner Josh Hart went out in the first round. Your call out runner up, however, Mike Salinas won the day on Sunday. First setting low ET of the day. Then driving around Steve Torrance in the finals. Funny car went to Matt Hagen, who, get this, he now has 44 wins total. He sits alone in the fourth spot all time in the class behind only John Force, Ron Caps, and Robert Height. That's pretty impressive. Come on, let's think about that for a little bit. Right. Troy Coughlin Jr. carried his 2022 momentum over to the 23 season opener by winning in pro stock. And Gage Herrera notched his first ever win in the, the pro stock motorcycle ranks over lucas oils angie smith in the finals are you about to move on to another series yes i am hold on just a second first I, time winners is what i was going with gabe gage herrera and then into first time winners at phoenix but hey, I, enter I, I kenny don't, sergeant I don't know Statman or richie or, or crash i know you didn't but i watched fox sports i watched fox excuse me big boy network yeah with right the there. nhra and the nhra did a hell of a job i mean they were prepped Oh, it was awesome. They had all the background. They their their replays. Oh, you mean the TV sp- crew were prepped? It, it was, they were just uh, Tony Pedragon and Brian Brian Lones. Brian, they listen. Those guys are veterans, and I can't tell you how proud I am of what they did nice. today. It, they represented one badass eleven thousand horsepower product as good as anybody could today. Wow. A glowing review from one Mr. Sergeant. Yep. Nice. And how about our guy in the pits? Oh, yeah. Love him. Yes. He did great, Crash. Love him. And I can't think of his name. Bruno. 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 
Dang. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, Stop, no. Stop, Crash. You can't do that on Map TV. We're going to get popped. Oh, true. Can't do Jeez. that. I Man. can't do Oh, sorry. I just sang a Disney song. Actually, I think oh. we're good. You were under 10 seconds, so I think we're good. All right. Thank goodness. Let's get to first-time winners in Phoenix now. We had, let's see, first in the ARCA series, Tyler Reif capitalized on a crazy final restart, got himself into the lead by turn two, and then on the final lap that was actually, captured the flag for his first in the General Tire 150. On Saturday, the Xfinity series, it was a little bit more of a dominating race. Sammy Smith leading 92 laps en route to his first win. And then the cup guys come Sunday. This was all veteran experience up front. I thought it was great to see Brad Keselowski up there making a run. Kevin Harvick this close to his 10th win in Phoenix, but it was William Byron taking advantage of bump drafting drama on the green-white checkers to secure his second win in a row on the season. Supercross raced at Lucas Oil Stadium Saturday night, and uh, wow, that's all I'm going to say is wow, from a wickedly rough track to guys like Eli Tomac and Ken Roxon with gnarly starts, like out of the top 10, to last lap passing for the lead, and then who was it? Chase Sexton with a crash. Oh, going for the lead. Bottom line, Ken Roxon with his first win since the season opener last year. Now, the points have changed again. I believe Cooper Webb is on top of the points by just one over Eli Tomac. Arguably the most competitive season we've seen. Hunter Lawrence continued the Lawrence brother domination in the 250 class by winning the East race over a charging Nate Thrasher. I know we're short on time, so let's go to New Orleans. Trans Am, Chris Tyson taking the win. And in TA2, Brent Cruz, 14 years old, Brent Cruz with that win. Going to give a shout out to Todd LaDuke as well for sweeping Monster Jam in Detroit, winning the skills competition, winning freestyle, and winning Freak racing. Nation, Bam. Frankie Muniz throws up at Daytona. It's coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. It's happening right here. Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. your knee at 100 miles per hour doing a double jump with some extreme flair if you're into two-wheel racing make a standing date for tuesday night on mav tv two-wheel tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar to handlebar combat of the dirt arenas mav tv has your two-wheel fix every week on two-wheel tuesday 
There's a price war in the insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half million dollar plans and up, that's our specialty. Even great smokers rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM, 866-549-TERM, 866-549-TERM. The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois Self Tourism. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Let me back out of that thing. You got your Statman scat coming up in about 15 minutes. Don't be surprised if he talks about something electric when it comes to motorsports. His name is Frankie Munez. He's been in the Freak Nation a couple of times, Freak Nation. It's always great to get the dude in here. Malcolm in the middle. Uh, Cody, Agent, Agent Cody Agent Banks. Cody Banks. Uh, Dude's a full-fledged racer running the entire Arca Menards National Series on those general tires. And this is a dude that spent some time in the Atlantic Open Wheel Series where um, I got news for you, Skippy. Ain't a whole lot of road courses in here as Frankie Munez joins us here in the Freak Nation. Being a road course guy, this ain't a road course, man. It is not a road course. You know, I would say... Now that I've done both, you know, I've, I've had a few late model races I did last year on the ovals, Daytona. I don't think I've ever experienced more intense racing than what we do in the stock cars. You know, oh, come on. No, come on. No, you like I look, I, I'm the hugest IndyCar fan there is as a fan. Like, I love that racing. I love watching it. But I think about like when I was in those races, when I was doing those races, you've got really intense starts, right? We had the standing starts. And- Everyone's crazy, but then it kind of gets single file and you're really kind of competing against one guy in front of you or trying to keep someone behind you, hoping they make a mistake. But, you know, a lot of the races like Formula One races finish how they start. You know what I mean? In the NASCAR stuff and the stock car stuff, you're always in a crazy battle. You're always three wide. You're always, you know, in so much going on, whether you're racing for first or you're racing for 31st. And uh, I, I think it, it's the most intense thing I've ever done in my entire life by far. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, as the sayings 
gone on for the last 300 years. Sorry, I had to use that one. But you don't have your road course race until July, man. You're going to be like six years older by the time you get to that. But is it something that, granted, it is July. Is it something that you look forward to and think you're going to have an advantage over some of these drivers, given your road course protocol? You know, unlike where everyone else is comfortable on the ovals and maybe less comfortable on the road courses, I am comfortable on the road courses. So I'm I'm more confident, obviously, Going up to a middle higher where I've raced a ton of times. I know the track. I know, you know, my abilities on a road course. You know, obviously driving a 3,400 pound ARCA car is going to be completely different than driving an Atlanta car. But in that same sense, like my brain understands the concept of racing on a road course. So I'm hoping that, yes, it does bring me an advantage. You know, there are tracks that on the schedule that I am going to struggle at. I've never been on dirt on anything. You know what I mean? So I know when I show up there, I mean, I'm at a disadvantage everywhere because I've never been anywhere. But at that, <laughs> but at the same time, like you know, I know I'm going to probably struggle there. So I look forward to the ones, or at least being able to enter the weekend feeling like this is my weekend. You know, mindset is so much in this in this sport. You know what I mean? If you show up and think, man, I don't know, I might be slow. Like, you probably will be. You know what I mean? Because you're, it's such a mental game. Um, but in that same sense, like you know, I'm showing up here knowing that I, at Phoenix, I know I have a very steep learning curve, a very short amount of time to get up to speed, you know, and I'm racing against guys who have been here a bunch of times before, but I'm a race car driver. I'm not doing this as a hobby. I'm trying to, to be the best and I'm going to give it my all. You know what I mean? You, you can, you'll know that you, whether, no matter where I finish, you know what I mean? You'll know that I'm, I'm giving it my all. I'm not just, you know, cruising around. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to win. <laughs> I want to talk about your mindset because, yeah, you can say every race car driver has a great mindset. They're focused when they get to the track. You're different. You are uber focused. And I think you have an advantage in that regard. So let's talk about that advantage that you have, because where does it come from, number one? And how do you think that helped you in Daytona and how will it with other races? You know, mindset is a big thing. I'm still at the stage, you know, because I haven't been racing for 13 years of figuring out where I want to be mentally going into a race day. You know what I mean? Um, I might overthink it right now. You know what I mean? Like the way I'm planning of what I'm eating tomorrow and where I want to be and mentally, you know, what I think I need to do. But I think the focus just comes from knowing in the past that I've done a lot of things in my life that I'm proud of, but also the things I look back and I go, man, I wish I tried harder in that moment. I could have had better results if I gave it my all. And that's the biggest thing right now that I've learned from my past is I want to show up tomorrow and give it 100%. And if I do that, the result maybe doesn't matter as much to me, right? Because if I feel like I did it and I, I didn't, oh, I, maybe I should have done this, or I should have done that, or I should have watched more tape, or I should have, you know, practiced on the sim more, whatever it may be. I, I've been doing all those things and doing everything I can outside the car. So when we get in the car for that 30 minutes, I'm more prepared for what's uh, what's to come. So, um, like I said, I'm still figuring it out. You know what I mean? Like Daytona was intense. I woke up in Daytona. I felt so sick. Honestly, I was so nervous that I went to the medical center. No one knows that. And they gave me Zofran for my, like, I was so nauseous. And I it's just that unknown of like, Daytona not knowing what it was going to be, you know, the big one, you know, what it was going to feel like. Cause you don't get to be in that draft until lap one. You know what I mean? Um, but as soon as I put my helmet on, literally I was actually in tears on the grid. Not cause I was scared. It was, that was more of like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe it's actually happening. But the minute I put my helmet on, 
and we started going down the pit lane, I was so confident. I felt like I was exactly where I was supposed to be. And getting in that race, like feeling things for the first time, like nothing made me feel intimidated. I felt like I knew what I was doing. I had it. And when we decided to go towards the front, we went from, I think, 12th to third in, in a lap or two. And and we're running really strong. I think a caution came out. And this is probably what jinxed it. But I came on the radio go, excuse me, I'm going to curse. I go, we can win this race. Like, it hit me. I was like, we can win this race. You know, like, we, I, great feeling. We got this. You know what I mean? Because we, the car was so good. I felt confident. Like, I knew what, you know, I knew how to move through the pack. And unfortunately, got into a little bit of an incident. Had a pit. I think we went to 34th or 35th. And with a lap to go, ended up finishing 11th. You know, so we we moved through the field. It was the most amazing feeling in the world. Obviously, I would have loved to know what would happen if we didn't have to pit for damage, but it makes me excited for Talladega. And it also proved to myself that I can do it. You know what I mean? It proved to me that like I do belong here. And uh, hopefully other people saw that and and take maybe this effort a little bit more seriously. You talk about being sick. What else in your life have you felt like that before? Was it on set? Was it getting married? Was it get, opening a new business, like your real estate business? Have you ever felt that way before? I've never. I, look, I've done a lot of things that would make you feel nervous. Like I've felt nerves before in my life. Like, you know, when I perform, going to perform or make a speech, like I don't, you know, I, even though I'm an actor, like I still get really shy to kind of put myself out there like that. There's never been that feeling or that emotion that I felt before getting into the race car, you know, and even during, during and after like the, the joys of like the, the feeling I had after that race or in on Thursday in Daytona, we were fastest in practice. I got out of the car. I felt like I had just won the Powerball, you know, even though it was practice and it doesn't matter, but it, it made me go like, we're here. Like, this is it. You know what I mean? Um, so it was an amazing feeling. So like the nerves, everything about all of it kind of, is amplified, you know what I mean? Um, but no, I would say I've never felt the way I felt before the Daytona race. Not, not, nothing even came close. Can we get back to what you just said, though? I don't understand this. Who's thinking you're not taking it seriously? And did those people not follow you in Atlantics? Have they not followed you on social media about how much of a big racing person you are? I don't know if they don't, they're not thinking that I'm necessarily taking it seriously. But, you know, being an actor, people thinking, me, knowing me as Malcolm or Agent Cody Banks, you know, sometimes people kind of see you only as that one thing. So me Typecasting in Hollywood? What? You know what I mean? But like, but jumping into, into this world, into this sport, it's not easy. You know what I mean? So a lot of people think it's like a publicity thing or it's just for a hobby or I'm just doing it for fun or wasting my money or whatever kind of thing. I'm here with the intention of moving as high as I can up the NASCAR ladder, you know, with the end goal of being hopefully a team owner in, in this sport for a long time, you know, but this isn't a one-off. This isn't a one-time thing. And I don't know if they know what I did in the past as far as racing. You know, I've been in the Xfinity series drivers or drivers offered advice without you asking, or have you had to ask for advice? I've been very, lucky i've had so many people kind of coming up to me and like hey if you if you need help or i just was uh in charlotte two days ago um with doing some stuff with ford and it was me joey logano uh ryan blaney and and Cindric, and and they were talking about watching my arca race the daytona race and they're like oh man and they're giving and i can kind of bounce ideas off them but i've had people like noah gragson and Cor Corey lajoy they've really kind of almost taken me under their wing you know what I mean? Because they go, we didn't have somebody when we were coming up that did this for us. So even though I'm 10 years older than both of them, you know what I mean? It, it's still one of those things where like they want to see me succeed. You know, I'm not currently their competitor. 
you know what I mean? So they want to see me succeed. And, and, uh, I think that's a pretty cool thing. It, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be, uh, as well. And again, what was it that you took to get rid of that, uh, vomititis? <laughs> so, so for him, <laughs> I think my wife took that when she was pregnant a lot. You know? <laughs> Frankie Munez here in the freak nation, the stat man, good point with the, the, the text in that interview, Dude almost had him a top five at Phoenix Raceway. And I don't care how you cut it, man. Yeah, he finished Dude sixth. Top five. He finished sixth, even though, what, a 15-year-old won the race. But, uh, yeah, he finished sixth. That's not a bad start to a you know, career in Arca. Yeah, and he had a crash. He was the first crash of the race. I think it was within the first three laps. <laughs> I don't know what what happened there, but clearly he learned something, and he wheeled it from that point on. It Take him seriously, people. He knows he's learning a lot right now. But when he learns, he's a quick study and then he applies it immediately on track. He's he's going to be fun to watch. Frankie Munez here in the Freak Nation. It will not be the last time this year you'll see him in here. He's a right. fan of the Freak Nation, a fan of Mav TV and a fan of the Freak Radio Network. Uh, yeah, Frankie Munez, bring it down a little bit, Richie. Bring it down a little bit. I hear you, my friend. Ricky Moon is here on the Freak Nation. Coming up next hour, Dean Wilson, Supercross Superstar. He'll be in here. And Julie Natos rolling those Lucas Oil top alcohol rails to wins. More Freaks coming up in Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Brought to you in part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois Self-Tourism.
There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to say Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-745-3070. That's 800-745-3070. As a trucker, you've seen every kind of road condition out there. One of the toughest is icy, freezing weather, which can thicken diesel fuel and plug system filters. That's why you need Lucas Anti-Gel Cold Weather Diesel Treatment. It prevents fuel gelling at extremely cold temperatures, lowers the cold filter plugging point of diesel and biodiesel fuels, and removes moisture from the entire fuel system. In turn, you get maximum performance and reliability. For more info, visit lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil. Keep that engine alive. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Come on, take this thing, Stan. Apparently, the bumpy grind and rally cross translates pretty well to the Extreme E series. Kevin Hansen and Molly Taylor this week won the Desert X Prix in Saudi Arabia. Hansen comes from a generations long list of winners in rally cross. His dad, Kenneth, won a record 14 European titles. Kevin was the 2016 world champion. Johan Christofferson, five world rally cross championships. He was driving around everyone until he was caught speeding in a yellow flag zone and lost everything. Stream easy. Electric SUV cars, the racing has a goal of highlighting climate change and problems around the world. Americans Tanner Faust races for McLaren with rally cross championships in his quiver. RJ Anderson, a friend of the freaks, has off-road titles. He races for Ganassi, was on his way to a good finish when an accident took him out at Saudi Arabia. But seeing Rallycross and Extreme E are vastly different in skills, but complimentary on dirt. Extreme E continues to grow on me. Peace. Studios 23 years, almost, of doing the longest-running motorsports radio show on the planet, 
90 stations across the country, Sirius XM, every audio app, that you, streaming app that you can imagine. We're there. Thank you guys for being a part of us. Statman, did you use Quiver in your Statman yeah. scat? Yeah. I mean, that, why not? That's, yeah, that's that? cool. What is that? That's where you keep your arrows when you are uh, shooting, getting ready to you pull arrows out of your quiver. I think, don't you, didn't, didn't Elvis make women quiver? Okay. Well, well no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Elvis wasn't the only one. There's, there's been several people throughout history that have made women quiver. I won't go into those who made the men quiver, but yeah. Listen, where, where else are you going to get uh, Malcolm in the middle, Frankie Munez talking about throwing up at Daytona and having to take some special sauce to get back at the race car. He and, mentioned throwing up. He just said he got Yeah, vibing and crapping. We got everything. You know, Statman talking about quiver only here in the freak nation. Hey, might I remind you freak nation, you got Hulu, you got YouTube, you got linear television. Remember that cable. You should subscribe to Mav TV. If you're watching us on Mav TV right now, thank you guys very much for being a part of this. If you're watching us on Mav TV's Facebook page. Yeah, man, we're there for you or on our YouTube page. Uh, thank you, Mav TV for allowing the freaks here on Sunday nights, 10 to midnight Eastern seven to nine, Pacific. And might I remind you about Mav TV, Monster Jam, Late Models, Drag Boats, International Drag Racing. Oh, hi. Rally. What was on tonight? What was on tonight? The Daytona 200. I mean, Moto America. Hello. Yeah. Doesn't get much ballsier than that. Arena Cross and, of course, Moto America on Mav TV. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to Mav. There's not another. Mo There's a lot of imitations out there going, ah, we got no. There's not a bigger motorsports network right now than Mav TV, and we're fat and happy living on this big old thing. Michael Shank, this is not going to punch a whole lot of tickets because sports car racing, it's not NASCAR. It's not it's not Supercross. I'm talking about popularity. Now, the 24-hour, the Rolex 24-hour might be, but – let me share with you, if you haven't heard about this, Michael Shank Racing, for the most badass drivers in all of motorsports. Help me out here, Crasher. Tom Blumquist. Yep. Colin Brown. Boom. Elio Castroneves and Simon Pagano. You know those names. They were fined so bad. And this is a race that took place at the end of January. And this just came out now, or this week. They were fined so bad that they went from number one in the IMSA sports car series to number nine. When they go to Sebring, they should be, no, they're going to be number nine. Yet they won the Daytona 24 hour. They were fined a whole lot of cake. Dudes have been suspended. Michael Shake Racing uh, is, for all intents and purposes, they got the, the big googly eye on him, making sure he doesn't do anything funky. He's on probation until June 30th. But yeah, the bigger news, well, not bigger news, it, but the bigger story, Ryan McCarthy, their head engineer, indefinitely banned, hard card revoked and indefinitely banned from the MCC. So egregious. And Statman, I want you to get into the details here in a minute. But to put it in per, into perspective, remember, uh, was it Yankees and the Strohs, Suave? That's correct. Where they had, they had the trash can incident where they, they would be banging the trash can to signal what pitch is coming up next from the Yankees. That was so egregious in Major League Baseball. They didn't take the freaking World Series from them, but they damn, they did almost anything. Else. They, they did, did 
anything else other than taking the championship away. Same thing with Michael Shake Racing. Exact same thing. Yes. Deflate gate with Tom Brady. You've got NBA. You've got other issues with, within the big four sports out there. But Statman. That's a, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This is deflate gate for sports car racing <laughs> because it all comes down to lowered tire pressures, which inevitably make the cars easier to get out of the pits and therefore have a little bit better grip throughout the, the stint that those tires are on. Yep. So, yeah, deflate gate, IMSA style. Statman, I don't want to put people to sleep on this, but if you can get to it, really what the issue was with this team and and why they are f- find so much cake and points and and damn near, damn near, from what I understand, that Rolex 24 taken away. Statman? Well, the, we all know what uh, uh, cold tires will do in racing. They, they, they don't adhere to the track as well. But when you deflate the tire a little bit, they'll heat up faster and you'll get better traction when you come out of the pits. So you, you, we all knew how when you saw the cars racing, you knew how fast they were and how they fa- fast they were from the gate. So uh, the, the issue was that the tire manufacturer has a limit on that what they suggest the tire should be run at and uh they uh, and Michael Shank Racing ran it below that uh, minimum pressure and uh, they found a way it's what this engineer did he found a way to report the levels uh, as the the right levels but they were actually running below that and uh, they have in sports car racing they don't have in other types of racing telemetry it's called telemetry they have the ability in the uh, uh, the sidelines to know what the tire pressures are running. So this engineer found a way to uh, override that, and that's why they went after him very hard. Uh, but they, you know, $50,000 fine, uh, probation, guys fired, uh, took away all their points. They uh, they go into the next 200 points that they earn. That's all taken away. They go into the next race in last place. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Uh, they, they went after them hard, did everything but take away their watches and uh, win, the official win uh, at uh, Rolex 24. Let me give you an example. With what happened Friday with Hendrick Motorsports, where their louver, hood louvers, yes. hood louvers were confiscated, things just weren't right. This is Honda turned in. Their team. Their own team. Yeah, right. This is Chevrolet turning in Hendrick because of their hood louvers. You don't hear about that anywhere. This is the this is the owners of the Astros turning in their team <laughs> because they were banging on trash cans in center field, signaling pinches for the Yankees. That's how egregious this is. It is shocking. It is shocking. Do we know? Do we know how it was first leaked into the paddock before Honda fessed up, for lack of a better phrase, and turned them in? Do we know that yet? Well, some of the, I think some of the team uh, figured out what was going on and uh, they told Honda because they, mm. the, the team that they were running against that had the most uh, competitive team was another Honda uh, and Honda turned them, turned them in. Uh, so yeah, that it, it sort of leaked out inside the team and then the team went to Honda and Honda went to IMSA. Okay. Hold on though. Okay. So it leaked out within the team first. 
Are you buying the story that many top members of the team, Michael Schenk included, drivers included, did not know this was happening? Oh, no, they, they had to know, uh, especially the drivers. You can't ask a driver to go out and drive a car at 180, 190 miles an hour on the banks of Daytona and not know what your tire pressures are. So the drivers knew, I mean, you know, they, they knew. Uh, what can I tell you? They knew. Freak Nation, coming up next hour, we're going Supercrossing and Top Alcoholin'. Big second hour on the Freak Nation. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. The big fat radio show that our friends at Mad TV decided to say, put your freaking mugs on Mad TV. More freaks coming up in the second hour, babe. Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-569-5802. 800-569-5802. That's 800-569-5802. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. 
I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. It's the second hour of Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. How you doing, man? Last hour, Frankie Munez was here in the Freak Nation, and we made a comparison between the Astros and Yankees uh, World Series, banging on the trash can, made a comparison to that to a team in sports cars <laughs> that did something just as bad. Uh, we're talking about Michael Shank Racing, who has the drivers, Elio Castro Neves, Simon Pagano. Bloomquist and Colin, Colin Brown. Brown. Colin Brown. Colin's uh, only won the Daytona 24. How many times now? Three, four. Come on. Get to down. know, get to know Colin time. Brown. Freak Nation coming up this hour. Dean Wilson. Dude's almost got a million followers on Instagram, and he's not a front runner, but he's a hell of a personality from Glasgow, Scotland. Supercross pilot running the 450s. Uh, has had some success in the outdoor series, had success in the 250s, 250 class. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. And Julie Natos who is just kicking ass. She's doing so well. Flying the Lucas Oil colors. She won the Baby Gators, which was last week of the Lucas Oil series. And then the Big Boy, Big Girl series this weekend, she goes out and wins it again in the top alcohol class. Yeah, if you're going to call it the Baby Gators, are we going to be calling this the Gator Nationals anymore for any try? Or is it going to be the Big Boy Gators or Big Girl? Big Kid Gators. Listen, Stat- Baby Gators and Big Kid Gators. Statman's known me long enough. Come next week, I'll name it something else. <laughs> and that's the same That's the same class, the same series that our friend Tony Stewart's racing, yes, which, Crash, Crash, what happened to Tony Stewart this weekend at the uh, Gator Nationals? When you go red, you go dead. Hey. He redlit. Redlit. Second round. Up against Cody Crone, who is making, speaking of, making a very good debut 
with Samsel Racing in Top Alcohol. What, two races so far under his belt this year and two finals appearances. Hello. Bang. Statman, Tony Stewart, Smoke, a friend of the Freak Nation. When he goes red, you, we know Tony well enough that he's one of those dudes that'll take himself up in the holler, and if he could whoop his ass, he would. <laughs> At least he he won't be taking pictures of it to send around to social media. (laughs) You're trying, man. I'm just going to get a big shovel and put it above your head, digging those rabbit holes. I am not taking the bait. I am absolutely not taking the bait. Well, you know, I I figured out what you just said, that you'll be calling it. You have uh, Ronald C. Caps is going to be the Gator C. Nationals. That's going to fit in at some point in your conversation, I'll bet, within the next uh, week or so. No, just within this next hour. Julie C. Natos coming up in about uh, 12 minutes, Freak Nation. For those of you unaware, Kenny puts C as anybody's a middle initial, either C or Elvis, right? Yep. Uh, Elvis, I've retired Elvis for a little bit, Crasher. For a little bit. I yeah. that. Hey, man, we had us a race at Phoenix International. If a race happened in Las Vegas and Phoenix International Raceway, would people watch? Well, I'm sure people watched and they saw a product that I know NASCAR can't be happy with, at least from a visual standpoint. William Byron, one of nice guy. He's been in the freak nation. But when you got the personality of a shoe, <laughs> it just if it's hand in hand with a race, it does, man. A born oh, maybe- race and a Maybe that's why they threw the flag with 10 laps to go so they could have a green-white checker finish in both that, races. Man, they would never, they would never oh. do anything like that, buddy. I had, a, I had a NASCAR race director who ran races tell me once that they would he would see a piece of debris on the track and throw the flag when he wanted to. But that was 10 years ago. That was before this current... Hey, management I'm, group. I'm telling you what I was told. Suave, you were there at the race. Crasher, you were too. And we talked about this last hour. And I, I hate to be redundant, but it's it's a fact that watching the race versus being at the race, not 180 degrees difference, but it's just different. It's the it's a constant drone of the cars. You see the crowd. You see the pomp and circumstance. Then you roll in the media center, eat some free food. Get all fat and happy, take a nap, come back out and see the race. Richie, was there any more excitement at the race than what we were watching on TV, bud? Um, I said this in the first hour. I'll say it again. I feel like every time you go to a NASCAR race at Phoenix Raceway, they put it on the right way. Now, I will put this in context. I have not been to any other NASCAR tracks other than Phoenix Raceway. So my comparison you is went to very, the very short-sighted. Yes, that's true. But that doesn't that doesn't really count. That was a completely different experience. I'm I'm talking about like an actual NASCAR track that was built for motor racing, and Phoenix Raceway does it right. Like people, they were sold out again today, which again you don't really get in many other places. And so for the event that it is, it's always mm-hmm. fun to go out to Phoenix Raceway. They put it on the right way, um, and 
most of the time you're really not there to watch the race. You're there to party. You're there to have a good time. You're there to hang out with your friends. You're there to shut your mouth for three hours. So that way you don't have to talk to your friend during the race because the cars are so loud going around the track. But like, so for the people that are there, like it's a great time. And I think that's the kind of, a dichotomy in a way that NASCAR is going to have here is when they look ahead to the championship race moving forward is do you want to go to a sold out racetrack where fans are really happy to be there? Or is it just a TV product that you're trying to put on? I think that's something that NASCAR has got to talk about and think about moving into the future as far as the future of their championship race moving forward. Yeah. I think Phoenix raceway was one of the first ovals. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, really believe they were the first or the second oval to really reinvent the infield and putting bars in there and having Jenga, big life-size Jenga for kids to play with and and ha- allowing kids to spray paint a wall. And it, it's just, it's such an experience there. We've seen things like that. I've been in IndyCar pretty much my entire life and I've seen things like that on street circuits. Street circuits always have entertainment. You have freestyle motocrossers going, you know, doing their thing and you have a, a convention center full of places where you can get free garb. So yeah, street circuits have nailed this entertainment factor for a long time. Phoenix Raceway, one of the first ovals to pick it up. We now see it at WWTR, also a very packed infield and midway. Indianapolis has always been pretty good about their infield and midway. So yeah, just more ovals. Please do this because regardless of what's happening on TV, it's uber fun for people. Well, no, wait a minute, Crash. We've been to bars in the infield at Daytona for crying out loud. Well, that, okay. But that was a, a makeshift bar. (laughs) Yeah, but it was still a place where alcohol was served. And that by definition, that's a bar. Now it was the 24 hour. It wasn't the 500. Maybe that has something different. Uh, that wasn't a NASCAR race. It was an IMSA race. But yeah, and, you know, Phoenix wasn't the first one to think about that. OK, valid, valid point. And you're, I think Daytona is the only one that has a Ferris wheel. Yeah, at least. Know. Yeah. Who needs a GDing Ferris wheel when you have freaking Mike's Hard Lemonade or a 66 ounce Miller Lite ready to pour down your freaking gullet? Come on, man. <laughs> I want and, a Ferris wheel. And look. The parties at the track, I get it, but the numbers on the TV screen, it's what sells. And if your product sucks hind boob, then you got to do something about it. Hind C boob. You don't need to repeat that stat, man, because I'll probably get a phone call from the head of Mav TV tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Listen, you got to figure it out that the product on the track, that's what freaking sells. I mean, that Mav TV with all the races, they want to see head to head competition back and forth, bam, 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 uh, bumping and banging. I don't care if it's two wheel or four. They want to see it on their network. So does NBC. So does Fox. You got to find something to keep people watching that freaking race and hearing drivers talk about, man, I love the race. We were bump drafting and we were this close and we were doing this coming out of three. Guess what? Sounds like Daytona. But you know what? I didn't see it at Phoenix, man. I didn't see it at Vegas. You got to, that's one reason why Texas is going to implode their track. Ah, true. Because it's been a snore fest for years. I love Texas. I love the dudes who run the track, but they know it. That's cool. That's why they're going to blow the ass up, man. They got to they get it. Got to get a better product out there. That's a shame. 
Because, okay, so what happens then? Because Phoenix used to be a pretty good NASCAR race. And Texas used to be a really good NASCAR race. Why? It's weathering. I get that. It's rubbering. It's whatever. Why do they change so drastically, though? Eh, Never mind. I'm going to answer my own question. The cars change. (laughs) Everything changes. Aero changes. And it just doesn't suit the track anymore, I guess. I Just take off. Take off a spoiler. Take off. Take off something that forces that forces the driver to really wheel that car. Yeah. Statman's been arguing that for decades. Yes. Put it back in the driver's hands. Yep. 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 Freak Nation, her name is Julie Natos, and she is kicking butt in the top alcohol class. Running that rail, the Lucas Oil series. She did it in Gainesville. Curious. How does Julie Natos party? What's your favorite drink or go-to? Of course, we ask that here in the Freak Nation. Julie Natos, coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. 
For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The what baby gators? It's the Lucas Oil a drag racing series. It comes out for the big boy series in the Gator Nationals, still in that top alcohol rail of hers. And you kick some ass again, Natos. <laughs> what are you drinking to have this ability to beat these uh, men and women in your class? I don't know. We might have to ask Randy, my crew chief, what he is drinking. But um, yeah, my car is. As of right now, just hauling ass down the racetrack every single pass that I'm going down there. So um, I couldn't have asked for a better way to start this season. Our first race of the year, we lost in the semis, and Randy is just turning around, being mad over it. And I'm like, no, we got a great race car. We're doing great. <laughs> this is awesome. You had mentioned that what you guys did in the offseason has really paid off. What was it? Without giving too much away, what was it that you guys did? Because you were decent last year, too, but this year, bam. Yeah, we struggled um, with some a couple of things last year because there were parts and pieces that we couldn't get because of COVID, and that just delayed a lot of the things. So we couldn't get the same stuff that we're normally used to, but we're back at it. It seems like we got that stuff that we needed, and... We're on our roll. It's working. <laughs> Could you explain to me, because with Top Alcohol, with the Lucas Oil Series, your mindset on a weekend is just different than what the top fuel guys are going through because your race day is actually a race weekend. You have two rounds on a Saturday, then you have to sleep on it. And then if you're lucky enough, you have two rounds on a Sunday. How do you prepare yourself for something like that? Yeah, I feel like that's something I've gotten used to. Like, you have two race days as long as you win those two first rounds. Um, we're used to being <laughs> kind of maneuvered around the fuel guys and the pro people, but um, <laughs> it's all right. You just got to have the same mindset for two, two race days in a row. We have Julie Natas, top alcohol, won two of the three events this year. And Julie, uh, it's, is there room for you for another woman in the in the top ranks of uh, top fuel with force and uh, Pruitt in the in the top fuel category? Yes, please. That's all I want to do. Fit <laughs> 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 man there. So whether they want me there or not, that's what I want to do. <laughs> so you're you're but you're in a funny car. I'm not saying a dragster. I take a dragster or a funny car. <laughs> Uh, well, funny. There was there were women in funny car, and they're gone now to go have families and so forth. Uh, and the women are in uh, the the top rails, the top fuel. It seems like that's the ceiling that's breaking for women in drag racing. For sure, but I want to go out there uh, with Alexis Adoria and the funny car too. 
I am, I just got my funny car license here a couple of weeks ago. So we're getting ready to go to Texas Motorplex. It was supposed to be this weekend, but it's been delayed a weekend. So next week we'll do the funny car chaos and I'll be driving a funny car and try to win in that before we go back to the dragster. So I'm here for it. I'll drive a funny car. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Julie Natos, top alcohol winner from the Gator Nationals this weekend, flying those Lucas Oil colors from the Lucas Oil Studios, joining the freaks on a Sunday night. And the difference between, and I don't want to get off on a top fuel versus top alcohol conversation because you, you're winning in top alcohol. Is there something that's just light years or just steps above the others that gives you the ability to to take these wins? And, and I don't want to say it's easy, but outside looking in, it looks easy. I mean, they're definitely hard to get. Uh, we struggled a lot last year, and Randy is really Randy and what he knows. He's been doing that for how many years? Like, he's the master brain. I just tried to be the best driver that I can be, which, to be honest, this weekend, I was not performing on the reaction times. Normally, I have an average of, like, a 30 light going up there. Now, I think I had, like, a 60 average over the weekend, so... I was not doing a great job. I'll get there now that I'm having this fast race car, but it's definitely Randy and his master brain that he got for these cars. Crasher, hold on. I know you want to jump in here, but for those who don't know who Randy is or Randy Meyer is, share with the Freak Nation who this guy is, what he means to you as a driver, and frankly, what he means to this class. Randy Meyer, he is the owner of the race car driver drive, race car that I'm driving. Um, he's my crew chief, the owner, and he used to drive himself and he's been doing this for 40 years. Whoa. I don't know. A long, long time. Like he's won several world championships. So Julie, this is women's history month. Uh, is, does that mean anything to you as a woman who's climbing the ranks in a sport that's dominated by men until at least until the last couple of years. Right. Um, for sure. But I feel like there are so many other women that kind of paved that way for me. I haven't experienced much of what, what other female driver have experienced in the past. So I feel like it's kind of easy for me to compare to what it used to be. But I have to say when I stepped into that funny car last year, I've never had so many people come up to me and tell me that I can't drive that funny car because I'm a girl and I drive dragsters. And I was kind of surprised. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That is still an issue in uh, the NHR. That's the most uh, diverse of all motorsports pits, but people are still coming to you with that argument. That's, I I find that hard to believe, but that's what you said. It's got to be true. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I was like, clearly these people don't know my driving history or, you know, let me at least try. Like everyone that goes out there and drive a funny car or a dragster or anything else, it's all going to be like, we're all doing it for the first time. So let us try. Girl or boy or whoever you are, like, <laughs> let us try before you come judge us. Right and when the I fact was that about- they were saying it to the face, I'm like, Wait, yeah, you know what? <laughs> that's a little bit brash. 
Right when yeah. I was about to say, look, you're, you're proving to us that there's progress because up until that statement, you hadn't had you had had nothing but compliments and and great success through your rail career and i was like oh great we've bridged the gap and i wanted to talk about how like statman brought up it's international women's month i was at the nascar race today at phoenix raceway lynn st james was the pace car driver and she was in the media center for a while talking about how we still need to bridge the gap in motorsports she did give nhra kudos though saying that by far and above any other motorsport they are so far ahead of everybody else but we still need to bridge the gap so with your experience with Funny Car, how do you think we can bridge the gap? Is it just more seat time and proving to the naysayers that you can do it? I think so. And I know I I definitely agree with her. Like NHRA, we have so many females out here, like either driving or working on the car or being a crew chief. When it comes to all other sports, like Formula One, NASCAR, like their girls are not given a fair chance. If you ask me, like, they're being given a chance, but not in a race car that's going to prove to anyone in this world that they can do it. If that makes sense. Yeah. And we got it. Julie Natas, yeah. top alcohol winner from the Gator Nationals this weekend, flying those Lucas Oil colors from the Lucas Oil Studios. And it looks like you're outside of a restaurant bar. Uh, how does Julie Natas <laughs> celebrate a big old win the weekend? Is it beer? Is it wine? Is it champagne? <laughs> how, how do you celebrate? Today, I opened a beer. A beer was handed to me while I was towing back the race car to the winner's circle. So it was beers. And then Salinas' team, because they won in top fuel, they come over with a tequila shot, <laughs> a crown shot, a crown peach, which I've learned crown peach is not for me. I don't like that. It's not good. And then beers. So, and now <laughs> we're eating because I was literally starving. I... At lunch today, I was like, no, I'm not eating. I'm good. <laughs> I don't want food. <laughs> Again, a big, big winner this weekend. Top alcohol pilot here in the Freak Nation. Again, flying those Lucas Oil colors. I, I, I'm with you. Peach crown is uh, that's trash, man. You don't need that. Uh, c- congratulations. <laughs> congratulations to you, man. This is awesome. What a hell of a way to start off 2023. Thank you. Couldn't have asked for a better start. See you later. See ya. You know, you just want the best for Julie Natos, don't you? Absolutely. We really got to know her better last year, and she's just, she's one that just puts her head down and focuses, and then when all is said and done, good or bad result on the weekend, she lets loose and just has fun with people. She's a genuine, awesome-hearted person. I, I, yeah, well, you can see it right there from that interview. She's great. I tried some smoked crown one time smoked ah ah i can imagine a peach crown taste ah it's not for the kids it's for no. the kids isn't it no. dean wilson super cross superstar coming up lucas oil studios a big fat radio show on mav tv happy to be a part of this big old thing more freaks coming up
do. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-569-5802. 800-569-5802. That's 800-569-5802. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Nation, we intend to do a Freak of the Week moving forward here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. 
23 years, almost 23 years of a big fat radio show that we started in Los Angeles and grew to 90 plus affiliates. We were the very first motorsport show on Sirius XM or Sirius. Well, I was going to say they weren't merged yet. And I'll say it again, man. We were so scared because XM was running the NASCAR races. We were so scared that people at Sirius of saying NASCAR and offending <laughs> uh, offending the group over there. We called it the Big Boy Series. So the, No, no, no. The Big Boy Stock Car Series. Big, yeah, bam. Big there you go. Big Boy Stock Car Series. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, happy to be on MAV TV. That's MAV TV. For more information on how you can get your MAV TV freak nation, go to MAVTV.com. I don't care if it's streaming or linear television, you can find your MAV TV. Can I tell you something that TV might not enjoy right now? What's that? Is you put the big general tire, red, big red cowboy hat on and your camera doesn't know where to focus anymore. Oh, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> it's like, do I get the hat or do I get Mr. Sergeant? I don't know where to go. Is jacking it up? Yeah. All right. At least we see the hat. All right. Well, In honor of cops. Well, real, real quick, we lost a gentleman back in the middle of December, Greg Cazzo, where if you have watched a motorsports event three degrees from there, you know who Greg Cazzo is. Uh, he's a mouthpiece for just fun, sending smiles everywhere, and was a uh, good partner with Lucas Oil, where he would just spread the red, white, and blue of Lucas Oil from late models to NASCAR Cup Series. If you NASCAR Cup Series, whether it's Talladega or Phoenix, bam, you saw Greg Cazzo. So, we had people so much so we had people come up to us in the media center. I believe it was Friday night because they saw that we had Lucas Oil Apparel on. They came up to us and said, "Hey, you guys worked with Greg Cosby, didn't you?" Yeah. Greg was a big presence Phoenix Raceway track, and people just yeah, like you said, they gravitated to him. He was such a bright personality, and he made everybody feel so happy. I'm going to jump here and give my freak of the week, and I'll, I'll tell you why. So this is going to be a Greg Cazzo tribute segment, Freak of the Week every week? Freak of the Week. And it doesn't even have to be motorsports, just like this. I was in the hospital last week, and the day I went into the hospital, I got notice that we lost the my favorite musician on the planet. And his name is Gary Rossington. He is was the one of the... Guitar Armies with Leonard Skinner, Guitars for Skinner. If you're watching this on Mav TV or YouTube or Mav TV's Facebook Live page, you'll see a, uh, an older picture and a newer picture of Gary Rossington, one of the original founding members of Leonard Skinner. 71 years old. He lost life. The day I went into the hospital, I went, what the hell's going on, man? This can't be a, pre a precursor. And fortunately, it wasn't. But to give you some background of, of Gary Rostin or Leonard Skinner, I was 15 years old when the plane crashed. It was a Thursday night, and the guy's name was Scott Temple, who was walking down the foyer during one of the tunnels at the football game that night and told me, says, Kenny, have you heard that Skinner's plane crashed? I went directly home, pulled out my cassette deck, and recorded 12 hours of Q102, and the zoo, the other rock station, trying to get updates. In Dallas. In Dallas, updates on Leonard Skinner and survivors. And the one name I was listening for was Gary Rossington. Hmm. He was just my man. I loved his guitar playing. He didn't need to 
speak volumes. He let his guitar go bonkers uh, on stage. It was kind of a silent assassin. And then so many years later, the last founding member of Leonard Skinner is gone. My Freak of the Week goes to Gary Rossington, 71 years old, the one musician that I probably had more conversations internally about, specifically about losing this guy. And it happened on the freaking day that I went to the hospital. It was gnarly. So my the week goes to Gary Rossington. And we've all got musicians and we've all got athletes and drivers and riders that we we follow like that. And there were such a big fan of. I've had a chance to to hang with Gary Rossington numerous times. In fact, we're in New Orleans up in his hotel room and he offered me a spliff. I said, sorry, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I can't do it, man. Back in the, back in the days when I was smarter. Um, <laughs> what are you saying? You're saying you're not smart anymore? I'm saying I'm smart, but um, Just different smart. when your idol offers you, you know, a substance, don't you take it? <laughs> don't you? Dad, don't you take a hit? Please, for oh my God, you gotta be. If if you're smart, you're smart, dude. You gotta know. You gotta know how smart you are. All right. Uh, We're worried about your soccer career at that point. Yeah, rock and peace, Gary Rossington of Leonard Skinner, and according to Leonard Skinner, they will continue on, continue to tour. Johnny Van Zant, who's the brother of Ronnie Van Zant, will continue to front the band. Ricky Medlock, who actually wrote the songs for Leonard Skinner way back in the day is is in the band and I guess he's the closest connect to, to Skinner. I mean, how many freaking NASCAR races did Skinner play? I don't know. I have no idea. They played HR races. They are the soundtrack at just about every oval track. So, yeah. I mean, you constantly, every weekend, you Pretty much be guaranteed to hear a Skinnerd song if you. What was your favorite Skinnerd song, Statman? Give me three steps. Three steps towards the door. Yeah, give me three steps. Or what's your name? Richie, can you, what's your name, Richie? Yeah. Can you name five Skinnerd songs? Uh, uh Freebird. Right. Yep. Uh, that smell, I believe, is Leonard Skinner too. That's two. Um. The one that Statman said, that's three. three, And that was three steps. Three steps, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got. God, the history of mankind, you can't minute. name, Richie? Sweet home, and you got, uh, uh, what's your name? Isn't, isn't that the song about the girl they picked up at the at the those two see i was testing you guys that's what i was doing i was oh. testing you to make that's sure it. that's it that you knew what you were talking about yeah, you that's it that's so it that, absolutely that's absolutely that's he cleaned that up real vibing and crapping now partner <laughs> hey suave why did leonard skinner what was the purpose of leonard skinner writing that song sweet home alabama it was uh, there was like some beef. It was like the original original beef back in the whenever they wrote it. It had something to do with Neil Young and Southern Man. That's all I know. I don't know the full story. Seriously? Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yes. Look at Richie. Well done, Richie. Richie, man. God. Yeah. 
Damn. I didn't know I'm that. stunned. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, Richie. Yeah. You go, now you're back to yeah. vibing and dancing. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smoke. Uh, yeah, so we lost Gary Ross and Leonard Skinner uh, last week. Rock in peace, my friend. Rock in peace. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Mav TV. Crasher and Suave were out at the cup race in Phoenix uh, this afternoon. Statman was doing Statman things. I was doing Sergeant things with a nine-year-old here at the house. If you can't tell, Statman is somewhere. He's in uh, Columbus. Crasher and I are in Phoenix, and Richard C. Suave is in Phoenix in one of our radio affiliates. Looking so fat and happy there. And Speed Freaks Sunday nights on Mav TV. We started three weeks ago. Wasn't a stellar view by any stretch. <laughs> it stunk. Last weekend we got a little bit better. No, no. The Two weekend weekends. before then we got a little bit better. I couldn't make it because of the hospital today. Last weekend. Last weekend. And uh, now I'm pretty proud of what we put out tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's looking good. Right. Sound good on the radio affiliates. Looking good on Mav TV. Yeah. We've made step. We've taken three steps, but not towards the door towards a good product yeah we started off kenny kenny hasn't mentioned that we started off with one one station one mic one hour and passed the mic amongst each other in a little room in los angeles on wilshire boulevard come a long way since then and we bought that one hour in los angeles yeah that wow and in the year 2000 freak nation his name is dean wilson he's a badass on two wheels flying 450s in supercross dude's got about a million followers on instagram and he's almost got as many acl tears in his knees <laughs> a crazy story oh. man we caught up with a uh, dean wilson he joins us next and you miss any of this show go to the website speaks.tv we'll have it up there for you and on youtube you can watch it your heart's content speed on youtube dean wilson supercross superstar coming up speed fix bits with the soul studios Sports Radio, redefined. Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. 
Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-569-5802. 800-569-5802. That's 800-569-5802. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do, it's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Nation, I can't say it enough. Go to lucasoil.com to find the right product to keep your rides on the road, two wheel, four wheel, I don't care what you got. You got an old hot rod there in the car, there in the garage. Bang! Inside your engine, outside your engine, outside your car, inside your car. Keep it looking fat and happy. Go to lucasoil.com. Dean Wilson, 2010 Pro Motocross 250 Class Rookie of the Year. 2011 AMA Pro Motocross Champion, 250 Class. Uh, fourth place in 2017, the 450 Class. He's run, of course, Supercross season this year. Had his best finish last night. And in Indianapolis with a 12 spot. But dang it, uh, he's got damn near a million followers when it comes to Instagram. 
But uh, dude likes himself some Indianapolis. My, not memory, but my research serves me correctly. You've got Indianapolis this weekend. Was this not the first track that you ran in the Supercross Lights East back in the day? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. Uh, that's pretty good memory. Yeah, t- 2010 was my first ever career Supercross Indianapolis run one. So, yeah, that was, uh, that's where it all started. Hey, I, I, I find this fascinating with certain drivers or riders that when they walk into a certain track, certain stadium, it's like, ah, I feel better about this place. Given this was your first uh, place to run in the 250 Lights East, do you had, did you have the same love affair with Indianapolis? I, I like to say Indianapolis. Uh, the, the race, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of good races and bad races there. So I think the highlight would be a second 2018 in the 450 class. That was really good. Um, and then I think a career down would be I was leading the championship in 2013 and I crashed and I collapsed my lung and broke some ribs. So that was not a fun one. But um, other than that, I quite like it here. I always tend to ride pretty well on the soil. It's very rotty and technical. So yeah, I, I like it. I, I like coming to Indy. Um, yeah, but we come here quite a lot. Um, obviously, for outdoors, we race at Crawfordsville. So uh, we're in Indy quite a lot. You know, you led right into what I wanted to talk with you about because you post a lot about this on social media, especially on Instagram, the different dirts around the country. Obviously, Daytona is very sandy. I'm assuming Tampa probably is as well. The West Coast is just a soft dirt. The Midwest is this clay. You Mm -hmm. just said you like this ruddy, nasty, gnarly clay. Is that your favorite type to race on? Um, I don't know if I would say it's my favorite type, but it's just, it's something different. It slows the pace of the, the, the writing down where it's so right and technical. You're not going at such a fast forward speed. You're, it just slows the track down, which I like. Um, and it's just technical and, uh, it's definitely, I, I see it. I feel like I say this every weekend, but one of the gnarliest races, because, you know, you have Oakland that gets very righty. Indianapolis is always known to get really right. Uh, Daytona is just grueling. You know, there, there's a lot of races that are just like crazy. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, a softer track. And I like it because it slows that. It's just a little bit of a slower pace because it's so right and technical, you know. So, okay, there's a little bit of that to Supercross versus Motocross, too. It seems like in Motocross, the rides can just be so strung out and you get a lot of speed with motocross. Is that something that's kind of more situational to supercross in which speeds can be a little bit slower? Is that a dirt thing? Yeah, definitely. You know, and the the dirt just kind of grabs you and pulls you different directions and pulls you down. And with the ruts and stuff, you just can't go as fast. So um, uh, soft dirt and supercross definitely is, is very tough. And I wish like the fans could walk the track after a main event and see what we just raced on because it's it's pretty mind blowing on wh- how the track is at the end of the the night. It's it's crazy. Dean Wilson, four fifty Supercross pilot. Of course, you have Indianapolis this weekend in the Lucas Oil Stadium. Getting to the beginning of your, your career to where you are now, let's be honest. 
a dude that finishes where you are, you're still a pop popular SOB. When you almost have a million freaking followers on Insta- Instagram, Skip Jack, you're doing something right, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been a up and down career for sure. Started off really well, was winning a lot and battling for championships. And then uh, pretty much as soon as I started my 450 career, uh, I tore my ACL almost every year. And I've torn my ACL oh. six total times. Um, five on my left knee, one on my right. So that's really slowed me down. And um, But I'm still really enjoying what I get to do. Stop, I, stop that, Dean. Oh. Dean, Dean. How many times on your left and right knee? Five on my left, once on my right. So I have like an actual, I have an artificial ACL that I uh, had to fly to Canada to go get done on my knee. Um, and it's like, you can't get this surgery done in America. It's only done in Canada, Australia, and then and in the UK. So I went to Canada to get it done and it's an ACL and it's like a very, very like, like a thick shoelace type of material. It's very strong and thick. And um, yeah, that was my last uh, pretty much ACL surgery I could get. So um, <laughs> I, uh, all the other grafts that I always got, like a hamstring graft or a patellar or a, a cadaver, they all just wouldn't hold. And so my knee's pretty messed up. I have no meniscus in it, um, which is a big, that's almost worse than the ACL because it's bone on bone. So that's what I'm dealing with. But, um, you know, I'll probably try and go. I'd like to try and maybe do one more year next year. And it'd be like 15 for 15, you know, 15 years for the number 15. So we'll see. Uh-huh. Well done. Now, hold yeah. on a second. You said that's pretty much the last thing you can have done to your left knee. What if something else happens? I mean, I'd I need a like a knee replacement. Mm. Yeah, so I just, they've done so many surgeries on my knee that there's no cartilage. There's no nothing left. They keep, they, they keep cleaning it out and doing surgeries. And there's just, the way the doctor described it to me is your, your knee is like a, a ball tire. There's just no tread left on it. And that was like probably the best way to explain it. I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. You know, they just keep cleaning everything out and there's just nothing left of it really. Dean Wilson, a 250 Supercross champion and running in the 450s in the Supercross series. Of course, Lucas Oil Stadium this week in Indianapolis. Talking about running in the 250s, in the 450s. Uh, I've got some some pants behind me. I don't know if you can see them behind me. uh, Those are Ricky Carmichael's pants. When he won won Arlington, (laughs) he knows I'm a big Texas Longhorns fan. And and, and I said, dude, you win Arlington, you give me your damn pants. He gave me his pants. But also, Ricky Carmichael back in the day, and and I, I think it was when he was still riding Crasher, that he made a comment about, at least then, that the jump from 250s to 450s was crazy. And the power to weight ratio with that bike well, was. Well, it was just- also the new 450s yeah. right before his retirement. And just, yeah, things had just drastically changed in the sport and speeds were just gnarly. So, Dean Wilson, yeah. was that a problem for you? Was the power of the 450 coming from 250s? No, that was, I always needed more power because I'm a bigger guy. Ricky was just a little guy. So I understand <laughs> why he's saying from the power, the power uh, to weight ratio, um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, a bigger guy. So when I go on the 450, it doesn't hit like it would for him. So I always loved the more power and uh, 
yeah, I, I, I definitely more of a belt for a 450. Are you a big uh, Scottish football fan? Well, you know, as Celtics and Rangers, my so my mom's side of the family was always Celtic, and then my dad's was Rangers. But I I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to it, to be honest. Um, you know, uh, but that is the big rivalry, you know, back in Scotland. Well, yeah, Celtic FC. If you're going to bandwagon a team, frankly, it's Celtic FC, the premiership. That's who I'd go with. You yeah. find a lot of, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, my 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 uh, dad's side isn't crazy into, but they're always Rangers. But my mom's side is massive Celtic fans, and um, Rod Stewart was a big Celtic fan guy as well. <laughs> Fun fact. Hey, Dean Dean Wilson, man. Good luck to you for the rest of the season, and of course in twenty twenty four when that uh, hopefully will be your retirement in the Supercross and uh, motor mo- uh, any motocross this year. Oh, so I'm going to do, be doing the, uh, the obviously the U.S. Supercross, the World Supercross, and then the Australia Supercross. So it'll be cool to check out all these new countries and travel around and uh, see places I haven't seen before. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting year and um, something different. Dean Wilson, again, 450 Supercross pilot, uh, hell of a career in the outdoor season as well, joining us here in the Lucas Hall Studios. Dean Wilson, man, thank you very much for doing this, buddy. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me, and uh, you guys have a good day. Love that guy. And as we do and have done for almost 23 years, Statman, shoot the juice to the moose. And cut it loose. See you, Freak Nation. Sports Radio Redefined. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. 
do. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-569-5802. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do, it's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Success, guys. Just heard from Master Control and they loved it. That was a giant leap forward. Good job, people. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, commercial, other than a little blip of stepping on a commercial for two seconds, it's a 